Welcome to the Prophecy Club. I've got Prophet Dana Coverstone. He doesn't call himself a prophet, but I and Leslie know him to be one. Dana Coverstone has just had a brand new dream, and I think this is the first place he's going to release it. Pastor Dana Coverstone, Prophet Coverstone, please, the microphone is yours. Well, Stan, I appreciate I appreciate your confidence in my ministry and appreciate your friendship. Appreciate what you do there with the Prophecy Club and your passion for getting the Word of God out, your passion for prophecy, uh, and your passion for recognizing what God's doing. And I've, I've come to find you as a great friend and uh, and so greatly appreciate it. This morning I, I recorded a, a video. Right now it's being uploaded to our YouTube channel. And uh, I'm, I'm going to share a dream. It's quite dramatic. Uh, a friend of mine called last night to say that there was some things happening even in the Washington, D.C. area related to a lot of people being angry and mad. Of course, the Hunter Biden scandal situations come out. And things are happening in that regards. But uh, this dream um, involves a, a Democratic presidential candidate, and uh, I'm, I, I've had this over the last several the last several nights. Probably started Friday night. It impended last night. I will. I've been up since 3 a.m. I wrote this out. I've been praying about this. Uh, of all the dreams I've had, I've had several. Two or three of them have you know kept me up the rest of the night praying, and this is one of them. So here's here's what happened. I saw what looked like an atlas with interstate lines all over the nation, but they were flashing with bits of information. So I, I saw this almost as a computer network, a system of some sort. And it appeared to be a network, literally, that was obviously overworked. Uh, some of the data points were not flashing. And there were small workers uh, in white lab coats working on setting them, getting them back online. So imagine the, the, imagine a map of the United States that looks like an atlas. And it's flashing. There's, there's data points like traffic moving up and down through data lines and network connectors and cables. And over some big cities, there was there was no lights. Uh, over some small rural communities, there were no lights. And yet in other places, it was flashing very, very heavily, very, very uh, abruptly. Uh, some intermittently, some like on, on a on a signal or a, a consistent signal. And, and I could see areas that were heating up. And I, and I heard the concerns from the folk, the, the lab workers. They were saying, this thing's about to go hot and get fried. And that was exactly what they said. This thing is about to go hot and get fried. Watch this area. Watch that area. Watch this city. Watch that region. Watch, you know, watch things over. And so the areas were heated up. And I could. And they were talking about circuits, like getting hot and getting fried. If they couldn't slow the system down. And suddenly from the West Coast, uh, to the Midwest, there were big flashes, and I'm talking up like near Washington State, Oregon, uh, California. Now these were not explosions I was seeing, but I saw these these circuits just getting real, real hot. They started to flash, 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 and I heard noises kind of like that, uh, 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 like an alarm when something's uh, about to, you know, is is going to reach critical uh, heating or overusage, and uh, and so I see these cities begin to light up, and I see bigger cities. From the west coast to the to the the Mississippi River, stop right there on this side of on the west side of it, and these lab coat guys they were trying to feverishly fix it, um, but they couldn't get the system back online, so they started to reroute the system. And I heard them saying things like, "Okay, go around Reno, go around Reno, go around this, go around that. We got to get power back. We got to get this back." And it was all about that system that they were involved with, and. Uh, and so they're trying to get closer to the bigger cities and get the bigger cities back online. But some of the bigger cities were still sending up. It looked like smoke clouds, almost like smoke signals. Um, and then I saw this countdown clock, and it started at 10, and it, it started counting down, 10, 9, 8, 7, 6, 5, 4, 3, 2, 1. And when it hit 1, 
the eastern side of the Midwest, on the other side of the Mississippi River, started having those flashpoints. And I saw the cities there began to smoke. And just like before, the cities were like these circuits were getting fried. And the systems were going hot, and they were getting they were, they were frying. But then I saw the flashes reach Philadelphia. And I've had Philadelphia in, in a few of the dreams specifically. But I saw the, uh, the Declaration Hall where they keep the, uh, the, uh, the Liberty Bell. And one of these network lines, it looked like, imagine a fire hose with LED lights from inside. And when you see the water coming through it, how the, how the hose kind of unrolls and unfurls and it gets thicker because the water is filling the capacity. That, the end of this one network line ended up going right up and underneath the Liberty Bell. So there's the Liberty Bell sitting on the ground, this network connector is up and underneath it. And where the crack, I could see the crack clearly, and suddenly this this network cable, it, it, it just like all this water just comes pushing through it, or the, the network signal, whatever it is. Like I said, it looks like a red fire hose, and the stuff is coming through it. And I see the Liberty Bell go flying up in the air because this network connector basically just kind of blew up, built that pressure. And when it blew up, it sent the Liberty Bell into the air. And when it got into the in the air, about 30 or 40 feet up, I saw the Liberty Bell split completely in half, almost like it cracked in half. The crack in the side of it opened up, and the entire Liberty Bell was cracked into two pieces. And when it fell, it fell back to the ground. It did not fall with the flat pieces down. down. It fell with the, with the, the curved areas. So it was like wobbling back and forth, and not remain, when it hit the ground, it was like ro- both sides were just rolling back and forth, but the empty, half-cut, open part was upside. That, that, I'm trying to make that say it in a way that makes sense to people listening. But when it stopped, it, it rolled like that for just a few minutes in the dream. And when it stopped, it be, when it stopped rocking, it began to melt, almost like heat had been applied to the bell. And then the next thing I saw was a, a line of data points all headed for Washington, D.C. It was like other cities got skipped out, but this thing was heading, all these network lines were headed towards New, uh, Washington, D.C. I saw that the lights emanating getting faster and faster, the closer it got to New York, all this, these connections. And finally it got to Washington. It looked like Washington, D.C. had octopus arms. It was trying to disconnect all these data lines from entering the city. And once again, these were not explosions like bombs. It was almost like the information was being shared, things were coming out. And Washington obviously did not want this this thing to blow up there. So these octopus arms are trying to grab it and, and pull the connections out so it's not rooted there. But there was one, though, that kept flashing. One of these network lines kept flashing. And it went all the way, and it kept building up in its pulses, and I began to hear that uh, uh, unk sound. Uh, but there were people in suits and ties. There were also people dressed as as judges. Now, I'm not saying it was Supreme Court judges, but it was justices. It was people in power as judges. People wearing suits and ties. And they were grabbing this, 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 this line, this big network line, which is probably the size of an oil pipeline. They're trying to grab that and disconnect it from Washington. They're trying to pull it out from where it was. And the, the end of that line went into the Capitol building. And finally, this thing starts starts flashing and the, the signal gets louder and and suddenly it just it blows up the very end and the building the the the, the congressional house actually kind of jumped up in the air and landed but it was cracked in half there were two pieces and all this smoke starts issuing from the the, the house of congress the capitol and the clouds and the, the smoke went into the air and made like a cloud but it was spelling out a word and that word was discovery 
And then I realized that the people were running, but they weren't running because the building blew up or cut in half. They were running from the word that they saw in the sky. They would look back, they'd see the word, and they would take off running. They were hiding, trying to hide themselves from that word. And then the next, then the scene changed, and I was in the rotunda of the Capitol, and there was a closed casket. And there was a sign on it that stated that inside was the Democratic candidate for the office of president. And there was a calendar, literally a calendar note hanging above the casket, and it had a date circled, and that date was December 17th, specifically on that big paper. Uh, now, one of the sons of, of this man's sons were there, and my, my, my thought was it was the Democratic candidate right now, uh, but one of his sons was there in the dream, but not the other one. Uh, and his wife was looking down at the ground, and no tears. There was, nobody was crying in this dream. And I saw congressmen and senators from both parties in the room, and they all had their heads looking down at the floor, and they were shaking their heads violently. But all of them had piled their shoes at the doorway. Um, nobody had shoes on. A couple of the lady uh, senators had like what you would call stocking stocking uh, feet, or something, you know, just the, like the real thin sheer foot footies foot footing. But no, everybody else was barefoot. All the men were barefoot, and there was a pile of shoes at the door. And then at one moment, a prominent senator stands up and he demands to see the body and the sergeant of the arm of sergeant of arms rushes up with with several marines and he said there will be no viewing of the body today or ever again and the senator sat down kind of collected himself and then he walked over and he dug through that pile of shoes for a few seconds found his shoes put them on and he rushed out the door like at a sprinter's pace he was running as fast as he could and uh, smoke was still rising as he, as he ran out towards the White House. Both, had, his fists were clenched. He had curses on his lips. I did not hear exactly what he was saying, but I could tell him in my spirit in the dream that he, was, he, was just, he wasn't cussing like, like curse words. He was like cursing government. He was cursing the management. He was cursing what had happened. He was cursing what had been exposed and revealed. He cursed all the things that he could see that were going on around him. And so once again, smoke's still rising, and he stops for a moment near the Washington Monument. He stops like he's out of breath. And he looks back, and he sees about 20 to 25 other people that are following him. But they're holding their shoes in their hands while they walk. And he yells and says, you need to hurry, you need to hurry. Get up here with me. Come on, let's go. But these people just kept walking at the steady, slower pace. So he sneers at him with his face, like, you know, curls his lips. He's angry. He, he sneers at them, he sneers at the White House, and then literally he sets his face like flint towards the White House, and he begins sprinting towards it again. And at that time, that scene changes, and I see the man I've seen in the previous dream, the man that held the, the lady in the hospital, uh, the man who had hammered into, the, uh, into the, uh, the tree for tap, and he's standing in the hall where the, where the president always gives the State of the Union address. And it was a microphone, not like an SM58, a, a very thin professional microphone there. And, the, and this man steps up and he taps the microphone three times. One, two, three. Taps and you hear that bonk, bonk, bonk sound that you make when you tap a microphone. But it, it echoed in that empty chamber. And he said in a very, very loud voice, a house divided against itself shall, and he emphasized the word shall loudly, he says, a house divided against itself shall not stand. And then he pushed the microphone down, put his hand on top of that thin microphone and pushed it all the way down to the podium. And he walked to the door at the rear of the room. 
And on that wall, it must have been like 30 light switches. And very carefully, very methodically, one at a time, just flipped them down, one at a time. And I'm watching a section of lights, <coughs> a section of lights go off all the time he's doing this in the House of Congress. And finally, he flips them all off, walks out the door, and pulls the door. Like, like if you're pulling two doors from inside to pull them out to where you're shutting it from the from the outside in, so to speak. He pulls the doors shut, turns around, and walks away. And that's when I woke up. And I have been up since about 3 a.m. this morning. <clears throat> I have been praying through this. I have been trying to be sensitive to the Holy Spirit. I have been trying. I've been praying for. I, I've been praying for uh, the Democratic presidential candidate. I've been praying. Uh, I don't want to see anybody die at the federal level. Uh, and, I'll, and I'm not basically saying that this dream says he's going to somebody's going to pass away on December 17th. I'm just sharing what I saw in the dreams. And uh, I know people know how to approach this. I'm not going to say, well, this means this and this means that. Um, I, I'll, I'll get another three to four hundred interpretations of this dream by the end of the day. But that's what I saw. And, and I think the network things I saw aren't explosions. I think they have to do necessarily with, with things coming out. And that word discovery coming out over the House of Representatives. Maybe it has to do with Hunter's emails and his hard drive. Maybe it has to do with other things that are coming out as we get close to the election. All I saw date-wise was December 17th. I have a sense in my spirit that already things are starting to, that the system is starting to crack, the system's starting to break. The other thing that stands out is I saw the doors of Congress close. Not like they were on the outside in the hallway and you shut them, but the doors were on the inside of the room, which I don't think is how, they're, how they are in Congress. And because usually they open the doors from outside in the hallway and then someone walks into the halls of Congress. But what I saw was the doors were folded against the inside and the, after he turns the lights off, he pulls the doors from the inside and shuts them and walks out of that hall. So uh, there's basically been a mainstream media blackout. You can't hear anything on, on the mainstream networks. A lot of the alternative news are pushing it out there and getting it out there quite well, I believe. Two weeks from today, that will be the day that people will go and register their their vote. You right. know, uh, We already see where almost 30 million people have already cast votes in early voting. Uh, voting. I'm hearing about major lines, uh, people standing in line for five and six hours to vote in some of our bigger cities, bigger areas where they only have one venue. Uh, and I know as much as the uh, as much as people are saying, well, none of these all these stories about ballot forgeries and things like that are, are all fake. There's probably 72 or 73 reports that I saw in alternative news, r radio, TV stations. Just to, just this morning, just looking, just glancing headlines. There was a a, tele a television station that did a a report on. A, United States, a USPS worker who had taken ballots and dumped them. This is not fake or fraud, or this is not fake news. This is the you know the people that are denying this stuff is happening. People that are questioning that there's just something wrong. There's a problem in the system. It's something that we've got to be aware of. Okay, so, Danny, can you tell them what you told me before we went on the air here? Just that I had had some contact last night from some very very high ranking leadership that confirmed that some of the things I've seen in my dreams are definitely coming true. And they alerted me to the, the heads exploding, that they are seeing a lot of that happening at the federal level in Washington, D.C. right now. So it was something that confirmed the firecracker heads exploding, 
but you don't know or aren't allowed to release yet, but apparently there's some things right around the corner. They just basically called to say, just be aware that your dreams are coming true, and there's a lot of hotheads right now. Heads are exploding. Uh, and it was in the context of the Hunter Biden email scandal and things that were coming out. When I had the dream last night, in the dream, I saw one son there and one son not. It's, it's obvious who the person is. I'm, not, you know, I know I'm on the radio and stuff like that. I'm going to be saying the name, but we know who the Democratic presidential candidate is right now and currently. And once again, I'm not saying he's going to die that day or around that day. I just know that I saw the calendar. The calendar day was December 17th. December yeah. 17th is on a Thursday. Essentially, you're saying that this is a data network that basically gets overloaded. It causes alarms to go off, explosions, but it, it was not so much a literal as much as it was and it, things being exposed within high places. Is that what it's really saying? Right. It was a systematic um, and uh, methodical uh, discovery. Things were happening. And the other thing that I'll say, and I shared this on the video that I put, it'll be on uh, YouTube here in just a little bit. The smoke rising was like smoke signals. Now, I did not see any Native Americans. I didn't see them pushing blankets. But when I was watching the word discovery appear over the, um, over the Capitol building, the smoke that was rising, there was a pattern to it. And it was not, you know, when you light some on fire like a bonfire, smoke just rises and rises. Well, the smoke would start and stop, start and stop. Because I, did I didn't see fires of explosions. I just saw, sm I saw the demolition and I saw smoke. It was almost like the smoke of 9-11 when the Twin Towers fell. So what you're that saying is this is communications. The communications were overloaded, had to do with exposure. But what about the Liberty Bell and melting and exploding? Is that saying we're losing our liberty? What, what's that saying? What, what are you getting there? What I would sense is that, yeah, and the fact that it cracked in half, and I, I connect the cracking in half with what the gentleman at the end, was, oh, I believe was Jesus at the end saying, whoever that figure represents, the Holy Spirit. Right. Uh, house divided against itself, shall, and the emphasis was on shall. And so I think, once again, I think, I think the fist in November could very easily be God saying enough is enough. We already know there's calls for rioting and chaos if Trump were to win. We know there are two sides <coughs> to every story, and obviously this year we're finding out there's two sides to every election. And so being the fact that I, I think it's significant that I had this two weeks before the dream, and I, I think some of the things that it's talking about, the discovery, are going to happen in the next two weeks, which could make even more and more hot heads, uh, more things. Okay, let me uh, go back to the Liberty Bell and what what is actually saying with the house divided shall not sound uh, stand. Is that saying that maybe our prayers weren't enough, that America is about to fall, or is there some hope here? I see hope in one sense. Uh, the crack in the Liberty Bell is, is symbolic. It shows us that even though we're Republican, we're democracy, yeah, we've got, we definitely have our flaws. But the thing is, and this is what I sense as I'm sharing with you, um, yes, I saw it. I saw it split in half, which could be very indicative of where we are as a nation right now. And I think you, you and I both can agree, the nation is split, and not always for the things that people say we're split by. I, there's a lot of people that say there's certain things that are split in the country. I don't buy all that. I think a lot of media manipulation is saying we're split, we're split, we're split. Um, but the fact that the bell begins to melt, 
Um, that to me is not a terrible thing. And once again, I'm, look, I've gotten more hate mail in the last couple of weeks like you cannot believe because uh, in the Statue of Liberty dream, I mentioned that I'm a patriot. I love this country and seeing her go down bothered me. I've traveled to 43 countries. I've been to I've been to communistic countries, socialistic countries. I've been in place. I've been in the Holocaust camps, visited five of the death camps. I love America. I love this country. I love the freedoms that I have because I've been to places where they don't have those kind of freedoms. And I'm getting hate mail and all sorts of things because by being a patriot and using that word and saying I love this country, that I'm supporting all the crazy ideas that a lot of people on the left have. And that's not it at all. I love America, period. My dad loved the flag, served in this country in the Air Force. I love this country, fly a flag outside my house. But when I see the, the melting, I, I, the melting also brings back the whole idea of a melting pot. And once again, I'm not trying to interpret everything about this dream. I just had this last night. But the melting part means when you, when you melt something, you can actually reform it into something else, you know, because it, it was melting, not necessarily like it was fading away. Because, I, you know, when ice cream melts, you can't do anything with it. But when metal, iron, melts, you can, you can uh, heat that stuff back up and put it into a cast, put it into a form. You can make something with it. Uh, we do know eventually there's going to be Antichrist who will hate everything that we have in this country, whatever's left by the time he gets here. So we understand that that's coming down the road. And those are things we cannot pray against. We cannot stop. Those time frames are there. I still believe that God in September woke the church up, both through what we did in September in Plano, Texas, what they did with the return of Franklin Graham's group and all the churches that are praying. Because God said, prepare to pray. Get the church ready. Wake the church up to where we need to be. I believe that God's done that. And I believe because we did that and God's going to, he's going to help the church to stand against whatever comes Amen. in the next weeks and months. And that's what a lot of people, I think a lot of people have the idea. And, and look, there's been warfare. I, I wish I could have seen over our act, our event in Plano. I wish we could have seen into the heavens and seen what was going on. As the people were praying for the president, praying for the nation, praying against abortion, I wish we could have seen what was happening. It would be wonderful to be able to look back and see what was happening over Washington, D.C. and the National Mall when Franklin Graham and Jonathan Kahn, those groups were there praying. I would love to see what was happening. But we know in the spirit, you and I both felt the warfare that was going on, the Amen. things that were and we also got to see those people linking arms to arms in, in, in that big room. And also when they blew the shofars, Amen. sundown and, and sunrise, that that will remain as one of the, the greatest moments of my life, Stan, because I got to see not just a dream come true, but I got to see people who were saying, we are going to fight for this country. And that's why I'm excited about what's going to be happening in Topeka, Kansas on, on October 31st. I can't wait to see that again. And I hope, I hope we have as many people as we can to be registered, because that will be the weekend before the election. I mean, we already know it will be the most contentious election in American history, and probably the only other event even close to where we are right now that, that, that would rival division in this country is the Civil War. Mm -hmm. and, and we think about what happened with that. Mm -hmm. So when I see the melting of the Liberty Bell, I didn't see the whole thing. I just saw it, it began to literally melt. It began to melt like heat was being applied. I didn't see it like just like fall, you know, fall flat and be nothing. Destroyed. I, I saw it begin to melt. Yeah, it was not completely destroyed in the dream. I saw it begin to melt. And so as I talk about now, and it, in, in my dream watching it, I was seeing, you know, okay, um, Another thought that I had when I, when I got this morning, about 3 in the morning, I kept thinking, God, what does that bell represent? What's that bell represent? 
Well, I began to see the bell as a pinata. And sometimes, you know, kids will do a pinata at a birthday party. They hit it with a stick to get to the candy. Well, very well, I, I'm thinking, this, and this is just me, once again. I'm not interpreting the dream. I'm just saying what I saw. But I believe the Liberty Bell being cracked, cracked in half is going to expose a whole lot of things. Because now all those people in, in leadership at the court level, at the elected federal officials level, the House or Senate, whatever they may be, from the White House, the Capitol, wherever, you know, there, there's discovery coming. There is exposure coming. And no matter what anybody tries to do, they cannot keep it. And so the swamp that we've been praying that gets emptied is about to be revealed. Okay, let me uh, say something. There. I, I think you're exactly right. And I haven't prayed through this. I just heard this for the first time myself. But to me, the word discovery and all of this light flashes, this to me is that people in high places are about to be discovered. You remember that the, the wealthy men and they bit their tongues and everything. There's about yeah. to be a whole lot of evil discovered. And it's saying to me that he's melting the liberty we've had in the past. And he's he, the, the divided house is going to be remade. I'm trying to look at it in the positive way. Now, let me yeah. go back to the second question here. And then I want you to talk about Topeka. And that is, do you think, here's the elephant in the room question, do you think, we know our prayers were heard, we know our prayers answered, but do you think our prayers were enough to stop a lot of these things that you have been shown? That's what everybody wants to know. I think it stops some things, but I also think the prayers were the reason that there's going to be some of the discoveries that are going on. Ah. We weren't just praying, God, tear this down, tear this up. We were praying, Lord, expose things, expose things. Remember, the September song, the prayer that I had for the church was to pray for uh, for the church to get a stronger backbone, for, for, for things to be exposed, and for a great harvest. And the exposure wasn't just for the church. The exposure was for the nation. And so I believe— Okay, that we're running we're about, out of time here. Let me get—encourage them to come, not just watch online, not just yeah. live stream, but encourage them to go to watchmanstrumpet.com, get signed up, and come to the solemn— October Assembly, WatchmansTrumpet.com. The event that I was at in September with Stan Johnson, Prophecy Club, and Watchman's Trumpet was one of the greatest events I've ever been at in my entire life because I got to see not just my dream come to pass, but I got to see and hear the prayers of people. I got to feel their passion for the nation, for our president, for the election that's upcoming. I got to see them pray. I got to hear them pray. I got to feel them pray. And I can't wait to be in Topeka, Kansas. And Santa's not paying me to say I'm not paid. I'm not being paid for this. I'm not being. I'm telling. You, I'm doing this because I want to be there. And I would come on my own if I had to come. Why? Because there was something that happened in that room in Plano, Texas, at the Exposition Center. And I want to feel that again. And I know that I will because people are coming to pray and to seek God's face. And to feel the, the power of God in that room was incredible. Amen. And so go to watchmanstrumpet.com. If at all possible, you can come to Topeka, Kansas, and be a part of this. I guarantee you will leave change. Your prayer life will be changed. My prayer life has been different since I came to this, Dan. And I'm, I'm so glad you've invited me to be a part of it this time in Topeka, just a few days before the election. And we have a way to, we have a way to storm heaven before we don't know what, before we find out what happens on the election day or the, on the weeks to come. So I look forward to being a part of that and hope Amen. as many can come as possible. Amen. Watchmanstrumpet.com. 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 
In 2017, I memorized the book of Revelation. I was shown a secret door linking the feasts to the prophecies of Revelation. For the first time, the book of Revelation can be put in correct chronological order. You can understand Bible prophecy. We offer them in shrink wrap sets of five. One for 20, but don't do that. Five for 35 or 10 for 60. What is the most important information to every beating heart on the globe? After except Jesus, it would be don't take the mark of the beast. Those taking the mark of the beast do not get soul death, but are tormented in the lake of fire and brimstone for eternity. How do you tell them? Give them miss the mark. We offer them in shrink wrap sets of 10, one for 20, 10 for 30, and 20 for 50 at prophecyclub.com. Over the past 32 years, I've collected the best 101 prophecies from Dimitri Dudeman, Michael Boldea, Leslie Johnson, Henry Gruber, Shane Warren, Terry Bennett, Maria Sklar, Augusto Perez, Doug Metzger, and more. It's called God's Warnings for America. We offer them in shrink wrap sets of five. One for 20, but don't do that. Five for 35 or 10 for 60. My new book is called Tribulation Secrets in Daniel because that's what it does. It shows you the part of Daniel you need to know then you're about to be a tribulation saint and will desperately need to know and understand about the last days you live in. We offer them in shrink wrap sets of 10, one for 20, 10 for 30, and 20 for 50 at prophecyclub.com. You can have instant access to over 200 titles on a recurring monthly subscription of $20 or yearly for $200 at watchprophecyclub.com. Download our free app from the App Store. Click like, share, and subscribe.